95.9 KRFF. You see it everywhere. The coronavirus pandemic. It hasn't even peaked yet. The worst is yet to come. And that means, unfortunately, that the need for foster families is more important now than ever. And to shed some light on this for us and help answer some questions we may have, our good pal, Mrs. Central States International, Ashley Ray Klinger. Ashley, how you doing over there? I am great. How are you? You know what? Surviving, doing okay so far. I think we're all kind of adjusting to this social distancing thing and, and, and making it work from home. And, and it's not so bad, you know? Agreed. We are getting, we're getting by. Good. Well, what are you guys doing over there? How are you? Uh, how's the family holding up? What are you doing to uh, keep your spirits up over there? You know, we're okay. Right now, I'm actually bunkered in my home office. Um, I work a lot of time from home anyway, so that part of this adjustment has been normal for me. Right. So right now, I'm bunkered in working on some foster stuff and some magazine stuff. So, you know, the, the kids, they're young enough. They don't quite understand what's going on. Um, so my husband's been working, so that's all been great. So we have been very blessed to be doing well. Fantastic. Well, staying productive is certainly, uh, you know, very important during a time like this. And before we got on the air here, you and I were kind of chatting a little bit. Uh, it'll be nice to get things, uh, you know, finally moving forward after this. I don't like to say getting back to our lives because unfortunately I do think after this is all said and done, we're going to move a different direction. I think changes have been made and we won't get back to maybe life as we know it, but we'll be moving forward and hopefully it's all in a positive manner. Would you say? I agree with you. Yes. I think we'll all be experiencing a new quote unquote normal. Um, but like you said, I just hope that we can all take this and move forward in a positive way. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today and checking in with us and take a good look at how this is affecting kids who need foster care uh, now more than ever, honestly. And uh, could you kind of share with us in what manners uh, this has become kind of an urgency? Absolutely. I mean, right now, the short term and the long term effects of the coronavirus are simply going to increase the impacts that are felt by the world's already at risk families and youth. And, you know, right now we're all cooped up inside. And with those families, those at risk families who are maybe seeing caseworkers or, you know, different individuals that were maybe coming into their home, providing services, providing those in home, in person visits before, a lot of those have halted and they're not able to do those things now. And so there's a lot of things right now that are maybe going unseen. There's a lot of services that aren't being provided for these children. Right. And again, in any stable, normal environment, if things get tense, right? right. Um, we're all human and there is tension and there is stress. And in the most stable of environments, we're feeling that. And so you think of those already at risk environments, how this current situation and our circumstances are maybe only intensifying some of that. And unfortunately, we are seeing an increase in abuse and neglect. And we know that those are two of the most common reasons why children are removed from their home anyway and placed into foster care. And so with an increase in that, eventually, I feel we are going to see that increase in the children that come into the system, therefore the families that we're going to need to provide care for those children and to support their families. Absolutely. Well, obviously there's a concern uh, that we may not know where our next dollar is going to come from or uh, when this is going to be over. How long is this going to last? What other ways can we be supportive? Yeah, you know, the recommendations that I would give on any other day that you and I would be talking are going to be different than they are now. Because right now there's so much that 
that we can't do because we are all quarantined in our homes and I'm not able to get out and see people face to face. Um, so there's there's a lot that we can't do right now, but the one thing that we can do is that we can all start learning more about foster care, the services that are provided to foster children and their families and ways in which we feel would be appropriate for us to support those efforts, right? right? Before all of this, where we maybe have some extra time on our hands right now, we could all in the past maybe find reasons why we don't have time to learn about foster care and how we can help. Now more than ever, we've got that time. And so reaching out to you know, social services or county services, another foster family, gathering more information, learning more about foster care right now, and what we could maybe do through county services to support those at-risk families and children. Because of course, we don't know who they are right right now, right? Right. We're not going to be able to identify them until they do come into the system. And so it's just reaching out, educating ourselves, getting informed, gathering the information while we've got the time on our hands, and figuring out if there's a way that's appropriate for our family to get involved and you know what if it's not as a foster family down the road it might be providing respite care to foster families it might be gathering your extra stuff that you have at home like the clothes and the toys and those kind of personal care items that you can donate to these families that otherwise can't afford there's a lot of different ways that we can support it's just a matter of reaching out and finding out what those ways are now i don't know if you know this or not but for the the at-risk kids that are out there do you know if there are services being provided where they can kind of be interacted with uh, via online, maybe Zoom. They might not have the capabilities depending on what they have at home to use, but are there services or materials or tools that we're able to stay in communication with them, uh, almost like a virtual foster family? Um, Yes, there are ways that we're able to keep in touch with them via technology, via Zoom, via FaceTime, but some of those families don't have access to that stuff. And because, you know, they're caseworkers and you know, our state workers are limited to the contact, the in-person contact that they can have with them right now. It's hard to get into those those homes yeah. and see what's going on, sure. right? And even if you're FaceTiming somebody, come on, we can all filter what you're seeing and what you're not seeing. Right. And so we simply, we all need to do our part to get through this as quickly as we can yeah. to get things back to that quote unquote normal, right. right? So that we can start providing these services to these families and to these children again. Yeah. Um, but the only way we're going to do that is to get through this to get to the other side and the only way we're going to do that is for all of us to do our part and stay put so that we stop spreading this i want to put a best case scenario out there let's say we get this under control everything's moving forward in a good timely fashion and hopefully in the next couple of weeks here we can move forward for those who have never really looked into being a foster family but have considered it or maybe it's crossed their mind tell us how potentially easy the process is you know i i i don't want to say it's difficult but it's not easy right um yes there is some training that's required there's a time commitment you have to invest your energy into getting licensed to become a foster family and we see that as one of the biggest excuses as to why people don't want to is because they don't want to give up that saturday or that weeknight to go and fulfill the training but when we really look at the big scheme of things you know the three saturdays that i maybe gave up in the big scheme of the probably three thousand saturdays that i have in my lifetime what are those three Saturdays really, right? Um, Especially when I I see that it's going to be helping me serve a greater purpose. So yes, there is some training involved. Um, You know, there's a couple home visits, some home studies, there's background checks that you have to do. Because again, we want to make sure that we are 
selecting families that are going to provide good, adequate, loving, nurturing care um, to these children. With that being said, every state is different. Every county is even different in some cases. So the requirements are going to be different. Um, best thing I could say is go to your you know, county service website, and typically on there, they'll have a, a list of the requirements um, to become a foster family. Well, we want to give you a kudos. First of all, uh, as Mrs. Central States International 2020 here, your platform obviously has been making the awareness known for foster care family. You're even a foster care family yourself. But aside from being Mrs. Central States International, you also are an editor for It's Her Brand magazine, and you've got something pretty special planned from what I understand in the upcoming issue. Can you share a little bit about that? You bet. Our quarterly issue, which is our April, May, June issue, is going to be focused all about foster care and adoption. We're throwing that in there also. So May is National Foster Care Month. We wanted to use this Uh, this issue to be able to bring awareness to the impacts of foster care and the increasing need for foster families in our state. And so we're collaborating with different individuals and families and organizations to really tackle this topic from a variety of different perspectives. Well, you said May is going to be National Foster Care Month. Uh, What can we do? Not everybody's going to have the platform of the magazine, but we do have social media, things like that. What can we at home do to help raise awareness during the month of May? Absolutely. Whether you're a foster family or not, um, the color for foster care is blue. And so I tell everybody, if you've got a blue ribbon, if you've got a blue shirt, anything that blue, blue socks, anything blue, if you can throw something blue on and snap a a photo and post it on social media, you know, just saying celebrating National Foster Care Month. Um, use the hashtag Be a Foster, which of course is our hashtag. You could also use the hashtag National Foster Care Month. But that in itself is going to start creating that conversation behind foster care. And it's such a simple yet very impactful way that we can flood social media and bring awareness to this topic. You know, as Mrs. Central States, right now I'm not able to go out and to do appearances. But the fact is with technology, and with social media, yeah. we there's still work that needs to be done. And because of technology, we can still share the message when and where it needs to be shared. And so I just thank you for giving us the opportunity to share. What is the one-stop shop website that we can go to if we have questions or we want to look further into more details? You bet. Just go to bafoster.org. That is our website. And you can reach out to us there if you've got any questions. Fantastic. Well, if you missed any of this information during the interview, don't worry. Check out the Side Stage Show on Facebook. We're going to post the link and uh, we'll have this up in podcast form via iHeartMedia. You can check it out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You won't miss a thing. Miss Central States International, our good pal, Ashley, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate all the work that you do. And uh, again, when this gets back to uh, moving forward and we can all get face to face, I'm still holding it to you. I want you to come join me in studio and co-host an afternoon with me. I'm looking forward to it. Fantastic. Let's get you back to some music now. (laughs) 95.9 KRFF.